Hey everyone, welcome to the Nursing Insights Podcast. My name is Stephanie and I'm a registered nurse practicing in the state of New Jersey. Getting right to it, the state of healthcare right now is tough to say the least. Let's just say that the nursing shortage does not spark joy. We can sit in that and stew in it for a while, but we can't live in it forever. Things are changing. So join me as your host as I partner with the New Jersey Collaborative Center for Nursing to find out what's going on in the state of nursing. In today's episode, we'll be continuing our conversation with Kaylee Hammond, a medical surgical nurse at Capital Health. Let's get started. Now, we're going to move into the section a little bit more about you and about how you became a nurse and a little bit about your background, the, the person behind the nurse, who is Kaylee. So if you don't mind sharing, why did you become a nurse? I became a nurse. I think because like most nurses, I like helping people and I also like knowing how to help people. So I kind of provide, nursing kind of provides a little bit of both as you are able to spend time and help people emotionally, but also you have the knowledge and the background to help them physically. That was why nursing appealed to me. Yeah. And that's beautiful. And you also transitioned from practice as a massage therapist into nursing. So what was that transition like changing careers? It was interesting. Massage is very, very, very different than nursing. <laughs> Massaging is a lot more relaxed. Nursing is a lot more go-go. But I definitely think there is similarities to both where massage, you're, you're meeting someone and you kind of expect them to get undressed and be vulnerable with you while you touch them and help them feel more relaxed during a massage. And nursing has a lot of the same aspects as you walk in a room and you expect someone to feel comfortable with you because you're going to be taking care of them all night. And they might not want to be there. <laughs> oh, like, yes. oh, yes. It's a very different experience to come in for a massage versus to come in post-surgically. Do you mm -hmm. have any advice or any recommendations for people who are looking to switch careers into nursing? I would say what helped me when I started going back to school for nursing is nursing is very competitive. And I knew I wanted to be a nurse and I knew I wanted to go into nursing school. So I took only a couple classes at a time so I could be successful. So I could, I knew I could get um, a higher grade and then that would kind of set me up better for going into nursing. And so I think for me, that was helpful, which I started with a blank slate. Not everybody can start with a blank slate. So I think if you want to go into a nursing school, just like looking into what the requirements are, making sure you're completing your prereqs because navigating all of that in the beginning was a little difficult. Just kind of being like, okay, where do I need to be next? Were you able to find a mentor or somebody in the profession who was able to help walk you through any elements of it? Or was it a lot of you figuring things out for yourself in that early stage? It was a mixture of both my father's sister and his grandmother. They were both, they, well, my grandmother passed away. They were both nurses. So they were kind of able to lend a little guidance a few years prior when they were in nursing school. So some of it was kind of, me trying to figure it out on my own and I would just go to my school had a like a requirements page so I always went back to the requirements page being like where do I need to be next with these requirements which I think was probably like the most helpful yeah that's solid advice and then also at what point did you finally decide to get in contact with somebody in the school to say hey I'm looking at applying so for me what was a little interesting is that not only did I do massage therapy, I was a nanny. And so I did both part-time and the family I nannied for the kids were getting older, which was so sad because I love them so much. And the mom was actually a nurse and 
I just thought she was like absolutely fabulous and whatnot. And as they were getting older, I was like, I'm going to need to find a new family to nanny for. Or I could go back to school. And when I decided to go back to school, I was like, the only thing I really want to do is nursing because that's what I wanted to do originally. And then I was like, no. I was like, no, I think I'm ready now. So that was like the push for me is that I was nannying the kids I was babysitting and they were getting older. So I was like, all right, so I'm either going to need to get another job or I'm going to go back to school. And that's what it was. I decided to go back to school. And I'm glad you did because it sounds like your history of being a compassionate person has rolled right along into your nursing practice. So I'm so glad that you chose to go into nursing. And I didn't ask this earlier. How was your process for applying to the residency? I completed my RN and I completed it. I was in my, so my school did fundamentals and OB and PEDS and then med surge one and then med surge two, because I know different schools set it up in different ways. And so I was in med surge one during March of 2020. So my clinicals got nicked. They were over. So I was able to do some like volunteer work with scheduling appointments for COVID testing and whatnot. So we really weren't in the hospital setting as much. So then I graduate nursing school. I was just feeling absolutely wonderful. I like wanted to get back into shape and whatnot. And I went rock climbing and I tore my ACL and meniscus. So then I had to have surgery. And then I was like, I'm just going to wait to go because I know I'll be on my feet a lot. And so during that time, I got my bachelor's. As I was looking for jobs, one of the things that appealed to me about going into the nurse residency program was that I was going to get support with classes and whatnot. And then that there was active shadowing because I was like, this is amazing because now I can see things that I might have missed before. And it was true that I was able to kind of go to their same day surgery center, watch a couple surgeries. I went to their dialysis unit and was able to see dialysis. So I definitely like got to see a couple of things that I hadn't had the chance to because of COVID and whatnot. And maybe I wouldn't have even had a chance to just in general, just because of time. Oh yeah, absolutely. So you were applying to the job and the residency at the same time. It wasn't like a separate process. It was just applying for the residency that segued into the med surge role. The position that Capital Health offers is nurse residency, and you have to be a new grad and you can't have worked as an RN before. So that was the position I applied to. And then I was able to go and do the interviews and whatnot. And I was hired for their winter 2022 program. And now you're here, which is wonderful. Now I'm here. And now you're here. I want to touch on something that you had said was you had a period of time in which your schooling was during the pandemic. How was it? in transitioning from learning virtually to practicing in real life? It was hard. It was definitely hard. I think it's hard for me to maybe like pinpoint what it was for people I graduated with, just because I also had a little bit of a gap, like waiting to work, just kind of recovering from surgery. It's hard to go from just book learning to also doing things with your hands all the time. (laughs) Now you're doing both, trying to like assess your patient and you're manipulating things and you're fixing things. I just remember the first couple of times setting up IVs. I was like, this is so hard. I hate this. (laughs) I don't like it. I feel like I'm not doing a good job. And now I'm like, oh, this isn't that bad. Yes. And I I believe that like feeling of almost imposter syndrome comes with a lot of nurses for that first year, especially in which you're just, you know, hoping that I did this right in nursing school. I can do it right here. But having, I'm sure the residency program, having that extra support of the cohort, I'm sure was invaluable. And hopefully having some great preceptors on the floor. Coming into your practice, we have said, and we've spoken about how it can be a difficult career in some ways, but it is a super rewarding one. And I was curious as to hear, especially on the 
night shift. How is it that you take care of yourself after a long or a hard shift or after a difficult shift? I'll start with during the shift. I try to remember that I'm basically a plant and I need to drink water, eat food, go to the bathroom. So sometimes if I've noticed myself kind of getting a little, maybe like more frustrated easily or just like a little more upset easier than normal, I'll be like, okay, let me just drink some water. Let me grab a quick snack and everything. And what's nice with my unit is actually a lot of my coworkers and I will say to each other, hey, have you eaten yet? Hey, have you used the bathroom yet? Hey, did you drink water? My one coworker will go and be like, let me go make coffee. My other coworker, like we have a couple who well, we all like popcorn. So some people will like, will make a bag of popcorn and then kind of be like, okay, there's popcorn in the break room. Everybody grab some, that sort of thing. So that's during the shift. And then after the shift, when I come home, I'll like, I live a little bit further away, about like 40-ish or so minutes. I feel like the drive kind of helps me decompress. Maybe I'll like call a friend or a family member. I'm just going to tell them about my day and then ask about their day. So I'm not rude and um, or their morning. And then it's kind of coming home, getting a good night's sleep and a shower or brushing my teeth, like taking care of myself physically, maybe even mentally like journaling for a little bit. And then yeah, maybe doing it all over again. Or, you know, if it's a night off and just kind of taking a break and spending time with family and friends and petting my dog. Pet therapy, personal, my personal, your personal pet therapy is wonderful. And do you have any suggestions or recommendations if somebody who has a nurse in their life, somebody who loves a nurse, a family member, a friend who wants to support that nurse, would you have any recommendations for them in how to help support that loved one? I still live at home with my um, parents and my sister. And it's definitely nice when my mom would be like, honey, like I'll help you make breakfast or I made some dinner for you. And I'm like, oh, thanks mom. I really appreciate that. Cause it's nice to be taken care of after you've been taking care of people all night or all day. And also letting your night nurse or day shift nurse, whoever you love sleep. That's also nice. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Uh, and then I have a couple of friends who send me cards during nursing week, nurses week. I think it's just so kind of them. And my parents, actually, my mom filled up my car during this nurses week and my dad backed into my car out for me and they were like, happy nurses week, honey. And I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> that is so sweet of them. That is so kind. And another thing, speaking of kindness, and what is something that you feel like you can do or any nurse can do to change the culture of nursing for the better? I think what I would love to see in nursing is just more nurses supporting each other. Sometimes it's hard in the middle of a shift when you're working a lot, you're trying to pay attention to all of the orders you have coming in. And I feel like sometimes you're kind of ask your coworker, hey, how are you doing? Or can I help you with anything once you finish up and everything? So I think I just would love to see even more collaboration and kindness. It's there, but I think we could, I think we could do better. All of us, all of us collectively. And what's something that you wish people just knew about nurses? I wish people knew that it is a difficult job. You're on your feet. You are trying to, you know, make sure that you're doing the best you can for all of your patients. And sometimes you see things that are sad. Maybe it's terminal diagnosis that somebody's struggling with, or just maybe patients are sharing about they're having a hard time because they had personal stuff happen in their life recently, like family members passing away and everything. And I do, I think that there's a lot in nursing that is maybe a little bit more, you see more, you hear more than you do sometimes in other careers. I think that's hard. You've been talking, you've been sharing with us some ways to cope with that. But at the end of the day, it is still a very involved experience, you know, and and nurses are human. And we're, we're in there with mm-hmm. the patients, we're in there with the physicians, we're in there as a part of the team, you know, going through these experiences. So thank you so much, Kaylee, for sharing your experiences. 
So Kaylee, after coming out of your first, you know, full year of being a nurse and starting your practice, do you have any advice for new nurses? So the one thing that I always tell new nurses now is you're only a new nurse once. This is going to be the hardest part of your career is being a new nurse and learning new things. And even if you go to a different floor later on, you're never going to be a new nurse once. You're never going to be that new nurse again. You're going to have skills the next time you move. You're going to have more confidence in your abilities. So get through the year, take care of yourself, eat, drink water, do fun things, deep breaths, and you can do it. That's so wonderful and so encouraging and inspiring too, because I remember being the throes of my first year as a nurse and just wishing somebody would tell me, and people did, but it's something, you know, just hearing it again, that it's going to be okay. You got this, you're competent, you're professional, and you're going to keep moving forward. What are your favorite parts, Kaylee, about being a med surge nurse? My favorite parts about being a med search nurse is I like to see a little bit of everything and I do get that on my floor and maybe this is more of just the floor I work on but I love my coworkers. I feel like all of my coworkers are also excited to be learning new things and to see things because I know sometimes I'll be like oh I have this new drain or and whatnot. And my coworkers would be like, Ooh, like I'm going to pop in and see the drain. And so I feel like even just among each other, there's so much co- collaboration. And I've just had like wonderful preceptors. My one preceptor, I was kind of like being really hard on myself one day in the beginning. And she like took me by the shoulders and she's like, you're doing a good job. You're going to be okay. And I was like, okay, you scared me a little bit, but okay. <laughs> yes. And I'm sure you were doing a good job. I'm glad she reached out to tell you that. Do you have any other stories of preceptors or any other moments? moments in which you felt supported by a mentor or preceptor that you'd like to share? A couple of things that I would do as a new nurse was I would ask the day shift nurses then when I would get a patient, if I wasn't as familiar with their condition or it was a little bit more complex, I would look at them and I'd say, what should I be concerned about during night shift? What what could I be missing? And it was helpful because they would be like, oh, and they would like walk me through things. And at first I kind of was a little bit shy to ask the question. I was like, oh, I don't know how this would come off. But most the time people were like excited to talk about it like it was more of like oh okay like this is what you're looking for and whatnot so that was really encouraging and then again in the beginning I would struggling with like a train or maybe I was concerned about the type of pain somebody is reporting that I was like oh is this maybe a little bit too much for the surgery should I be concerned and I would go to a co-worker and I'd listen I'll do your vital signs or I'll, I'll do this for you if you could just like do a quick peek and on my patient, I'm just a little bit concerned about them. And they were always like, yes, absolutely. Let me take a look. I have another nurse who was my preceptor. And now she'll even like call me. She'll be like, hey, I don't think you've seen this yet. You should come in the room and see this. Because she's like a very experienced nurse. And she'll, so I'll like come down there and like show her something or she'll show me something and whatnot. It's also exciting when you can turn around and be like, hey, I learned how to do this and nobody else knows something. And you're like, oh, this is great. I feel like I've reached a new level now. Sharing knowledge and having that opportunity opportunity to learn. It sounds like you have such a supportive coworker group that really allows for that. And I hope that's a culture that continues to permeate in your in your hospital because that's such a great experience. I believe we are both out of time and for the most part out of questions. So you've now had the opportunity to begin precepting as well. Could you tell us a little bit about that? I think what's interesting, at least for me with precepting is that 
I realized how much I know. Because at first they were like, Kaylee, uh, we're going to have you precepts. And I was like, all right, no, I think you're, I don't think I know that much. And then I would start precepting and I would be like, oh, like I really do know more than I've realized. So that was the first thing. One of the things that I would talk with my preceptees about is they could see me asking questions to other nurses. So I think that was helpful too, is just to kind of have that verbiage of, hey, um, my patient's here for maybe X, Y, and Z, but I don't see any orders to do with X here. Like, what do you think about that? And another nurse being like, oh, you should reach out to this or you should reach out to that. Or even just like, hey, can you confirm with me what I'm thinking before I actually, and just read my message because I think I misspelled like eight words. So um, even that is like, we would talk about how, I would talk about that with like precepting and like how valuable that was just to see somebody kind of as a newer nurse navigate different apps obstacles. And would you have any advice for either new preceptors or people who are being asked to be preceptors, but are hesitating a little bit? Um, I think if you're being asked to be a preceptor and you're hesitating a little bit, you know more than you realize. And it's just like working on the floor as a nurse. If you don't know something while you're precepting, ask. If there's Even if there's not somebody there that night, you can ask. You can ask it in the morning and or whatnot. And if you are precepting, just make sure you follow. You know, I know that where I work, they'll have you sign off on paperwork and policies and whatnot. And just make sure you're following that paperwork just to kind of give you some guidance along with it and check in with your preceptee. Like, how are you doing? How are you feeling about our relationship? Is there anything that you want me to go back and say again? You want to see again? You don't want to see again? Where do you feel comfortable? Where do you not feel comfortable? I always like to, when I have precepted, I'm always like in the morning, I tend to get a little, okay, have you done this? Have you done this? Have you done that? And that has nothing to do with you. It's just the fact that I just want to make sure we finish our shift well and we get everything done that needs to be done. I mean, that also helps establish those good habits of making sure everything gets done and following mm-hmm. the cadence of the evening. Have you had a favorite moment or any aspect of precepting that's been your favorite? Teaching in general, one of the things I'm interested in further in my career is being a nurse educator. I just kind of like having the opportunity to like work with somebody and be like, oh, how are you feeling about that? How's how what helps you learn? That's always exciting for me. And do you feel like precepting has developed any of your skills? Have you improved any of your abilities in any way? It helps with like communication because now you're working more as a team. So I'm kind of like, okay, am I saying this correctly? How's this coming out? You're communicating with patients, but when you're precepting the communication is a little bit different because not only multiple patients not just your one patient here and there and you're kind of doing your best to set them up for success but also knowing that they won't be able to see everything and the only way I'll tell people is if you don't know something just ask you're not going to see everything while you're being precepted and that's okay just ask That is such a mantra. Just ask. It's okay. It's okay to not know everything. Okay. Absolutely beautiful answers, Kaylee. I'm glad we got that last couple of minutes in. Kaylee, it was such a pleasure having you on the podcast. Thank you so much for sharing your experiences and for all the work you do, especially for our patients. Bye everyone. Thanks for listening in. We'll see you next time on the Nursing Insights Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by the New Jersey Collaborating Center for Nursing and the Rutgers School of Communication and Information.